Another episode of the JMB Ray Boxing Podcast here in the Colt of Ramble Ranch in the Chin Check Studios. I'm your host, Whiskey J. We're back. Again, you guys know why, but we're back. We got a lot of stuff to talk about. Is uh is Errol Spence scared of Crawford? Shane Mosley thinks he is. AJ now training in the United States with Derek James. Will he get will he also now call himself the big fish? I don't know. We'll find out. But we got all the boxing news, boxing topic, boxing everything. But I'm not the only one doing it. I got my host with me. They call him the Puma of Whittier. The one and only beer in the motherfucking house. Beer. Hey, man. What's, what's up? up? What's up? What's up? How much? Back. We're back. We're back. Yes, we are. Back for some boxing topics, everyone. Got some good ones here. So, real quick. If you guys heard rambling last week, y'all know that my computer busted. Oh. Good. That was one of the reasons why I didn't do last week's episode. My computer busted, had to go to Apple, buy a new little laptop, which B-Ray's, B-Ray's right now testing it out with me tonight. Yep. And um, that's what we're here tonight. We're here. Um, that's why we didn't do an episode, I mean, last week because yeah. of that, cause I was playing with the new toy. I wanted to make sure everything was great. Had to download all the intro stuff. Everything. Yeah. And it took longer than I expected. So I apologize. That's on me. Mm-hmm. That's on me, boys. Hey, we're back. Exactly. We're back. And well, we got some pretty interesting topics here. Uh, interesting. Boxing's pretty interesting right now. Um, you just mentioned Anthony Joshua. I, I want to start off with that. Exactly. Anthony Joshua. New trainer is Derek James. It has now been officially confirmed. So AJ has already flown out to Texas to begin training ahead of their first fight together versus Jermaine Franklin on April 1st. And that's more to me a confidence boost a fight in which you're going to yeah. see do you mesh well right. with this trainer yes because i think when you hire robert Gar- robert Gar- robert garcia mm-hmm. as your initial trainer your first fight is basically fighting one of the best heavyweights in the world yep and you saw the outcome so hopefully this goes good um i'm gonna remind everybody that even robert garcia said that aj really didn't want to get trained it was kind of he wanted to do it his yeah. way. You know, he went in there kind of like, okay, cool. You're hiring me just to to oversee what you're doing and to tell you, hey, maybe you should do it this way. But at the end of the day, AJ did what he wanted to do. Yeah. So sure hopefully, he got, got, oh yeah, he got a great <laughs> <He> check. check. <laughs> but hopefully, AJ learned that if you're going to hire another set of eyes, uh-huh. you're going to take their advice. And I don't think Derek James is the type of guy that wants to get paid just to be fucking standing there. Yeah. Because he looks at it as, I could be training someone else. True. You wasted, true. You wasted eight weeks of my, ta- of, of my time mm-hmm. to just sit there and observe you train the way you want to train and push yourself the way you want to get pushed. And that's now how I operate. No. Oh, no. So hopefully Derek James brings out the beast in him, but... Hopefully. I don't know, but I think this fight against the opponent, well-deserved. He's he's mm-hmm. had, I think, of anybody in the heavyweight division, I think he deserved a soft fight. I think so, too. Is this, it, really a, this is a confidence booster, really. Well, it's confidence right? booster, it but be, also yeah. kind of like a, you got to give AJ the credit. Let, yeah. Let's be honest here. I think we, we said it on the show before. 
there's nobody right now in the last. I think that's in maybe Lennox Lewis mm-hmm. has someone had a a strain a strenuous a boxing schedule. Yeah, I mean, start naming them off who the fighters he's fought within the top ten. Like it, aside from Deontay Wilder, there's no one else that has a great boxing resume. And, yeah, you know, and people can roll their fucking eyes and say, "Oh, Tyson Fury," you know, no, he hasn't. <laughs> AJ's had a hard boxing schedule, you know, being the top guy and fighting the guys he's fought. And, you know, from going back to back with Usyk, mm-hmm. this fight is not bad. Yeah. And hiring Derek James going into this fight is not bad because you want to work. You want to work on every. You want to show what you've worked with Derek James because you're going to fight. You're, I'm assuming the fight's in the UK, which I always think yeah, is a mistake. Yeah, the O2 should, Arena, I believe is what they said. He yes. needs to bring it back out here. Yeah. He needs to bring it back out Yeah, maybe. I think we mentioned this. No, I mean, can it be just he's just comfortable there? But I, I agree on that. He should bring it to the U.S., but maybe part of him goes like, nah, fuck that. He goes, he probably just doesn't want to go back there again. Maybe bad memories. Yeah, probably. But I think if you're always going to stick in your comfort zone, you're never going to. I don't think you're ever going to get to the next level. No. So. But uh, no, of course not. Who knows? Maybe because he makes the most money there. That's what Crawford said. <laughs> I don't take business advice from Terrence Crawford. I don't take business so, advice from Crawford. Keep it in the heavyweight division. Oh my God, it's just just more teasing, man. So Usyk versus Fury for the undisputed heavyweight titles, man, is reportedly now being targeted for April 29th. All right. Okay. I'm just again. I'm just like, God damn it! I'm just waiting for them to make the fucking announcement to make it legit. But they're saying that's what they're aiming for. Um, Usyk says some things that I kind of made me laugh because you've been kind of saying the same shit as well. I'm just glad that Usyk said it as well. He hears the show. Yeah, I'm sure he does. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, <laughs> With somebody in his crew does. I'm going to bust a Brendan shop here. Uh, <laughs> me and Usyk text. You know, I met him one time at the, at the comedy store. <laughs> yeah. And cool guy. Cool guy. Yeah. And so you go, you met him? Yeah, yeah. You met, you met uh, him? Yeah, you yeah. met the guy? And you're going to be like, you never mentioned it. You never mentioned that. I don't you? like to brag about people. <laughs> <laughs> so Usyk on this is what he said on, on about refusing to respond while Fury shouted at him to their face off. Right? He says, "I think I was able to get into his head a little bit." He goes, "I have been watching Tyson Fury get into the heads of his opponents for many years, and then I got into into his head." He goes, "Continued." He had other comments saying, "When there are no cameras." Fury is completely different, he goes. He plays a bad guy for the cameras. I think he likes movies about love, and when he watches them, he cries a little. That's not a bad thing. When I watch some movies, I shed a tear, too, he goes. (laughs) He's calling him a bitch without calling him a bitch. (laughs) And I think he posted a picture of himself posing, I believe, and just saying, you know, he's just calling out Tyson Fury. So, Usyk, Usyk got some jokes, I go. This guy got some jokes. I'll say that. That's the man who's not afraid of him. He's no, he's not. You said it in that face off. He yeah. had this face like this is the man. He goes, this is a man I got to go through. Yeah. He literally had that face. He was not intimidated. He wasn't impressed with that Derek Chisora Derek fight. He was looking at like really. Yeah, it was that face. I'm this looking is, right now. This is the guy. Oh fuck. Yeah. Man. All right, cool. <laughs> and then the way he acted, he kind of gives that energy like I don't know. Like I'm not saying Fury's scared, but you can tell this like. He needs to show this. He needs to, like... He's already a tall guy as it is. He's already mm-hmm. a husky guy as it is. But he needs to show he's big. You know? Yeah, and yeah. yeah look at that look face. Look at that, that face right there. That was kind of... To he, me, he that... Tried, was, he shot at the left. <laughs> yeah, to him, it was like... 
bro, you're not phasing me. You know, he kept calling him a dosser and this, like, you're not phasing me. Yeah. And he and the, and like I said, last time I checked, Fury hasn't killed the guy. <laughs> Usyk has been in combat. Yeah, he he has. Yes. He's had his hands doused in blood. Yeah. Man, like you pose no threat to him. Mm-hmm. You can boast about how you got a bare knuckle fighting family and yeah. this and that. Usyk's killed man. Usyk has, has. Usyk has extinguished a man's life. He's seen in a man's eyes as he's dying. Damn, man. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> you pose no threat, sir. I don't think he actually mentioned that, but I get what you try to say. Like you pose no pretty, threat. Pretty sure he went through that. Like you know, hey, <laughs> killing is easy. <laughs> Breathing is hard. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Hey. Yeah, I'm telling you. I, uh, Usyk sees it That's like Usyk is like whatever Yeah I'm sure he's and, I think, and I think Fury Will find it very difficult To get under this guy's skin Yeah And I think You know If this fight happens If If it does happen If Because I'll, I'm still waiting For that That Twitter reply Or the video Going You have until Sunday To sign the contract <laughs> You know Going that bullshit Because when he goes That route That means he's trying To get out of the fight He is <laughs> When he goes to that bullshit, he's trying to get out of a fight. When he goes, you want to have until Sunday to sign. And if I don't see the paper sign, I am bouncing. I mean, he doesn't say bouncing, but you know what I mean. Yeah, Dude. I know what you mean. So, that's what you know. He hasn't done it yet. So. No, he hasn't. And I was about to say, too, I haven't heard much of him, really. I have not really. I feel like, I'm just like, where the fuck is Fairy? I feel like he was always on social media every fucking day posting something stupid. He's probably heard. I think people hear this show and go, hey, man, you need to shut your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> no, because I mean, you're the boy that cried wolf. Yeah, he did. He did. You're the boy that cried wolf. I'm retiring. I'm unretired. I'm retired. I'm gonna retire. No, I'm coming back. I'm coming back. No, I'm gonna retire this time for sure. I'm, I'm done. <laughs> I don't have the love for it. I I found the love again. It's kind of like you. You're the boy that cried wolf. Uh huh. You know, for a guy that's accomplished so little, you you claim to be the best fighter of your generation. So yeah. Well, hopefully it happens. April 29th. That's the target date. I hope it does happen. Well, I know the rumor is that the re- I think the only holdup is is to see if they can secure Dubai. Yeah, I've heard something like that. And I guess it's a 50-50 fight if it's in Dubai. If they can't secure Dubai, it's going to be in the UK, and that's when it's a 60-40 split yeah. favoring Fury, because I guess Fury is the, the huge draw. I, I, yeah, um, I guess so. To me, I would not be shocked that Fury would try to get this fight in the UK. Of course. I think he will stall as much as he can to avoid this fight to happen in the Dubai because of the fact he'll split 50-50. Because mm-hmm. let's be honest, if you're going to lose, you might as well lose for a bigger chunk yeah. of money than have to split the revenue with somebody <laughs> that's going to beat the living shit out of you Very true. for 12 <laughs> rounds. I'm just saying. I'd rather get 60% of a beatdown than 50% of a beatdown money. True. Especially when after this, you're going to retire. After this, after this loss to Usyk, he retires. I believe that. He goes into depression again. Oh, damn. You know? Oh, he fuck. retires after this. Like, and, I hope, and I hope Gabriel is listening. He retires after this, man. Because all this talk about he's a middleweight. This middleweight's going to smack you around for 12 rounds, son. <laughs> this middleweight's going to make you look like a fat slob. And when he beats you, you have no other excuse you're gonna hide. You're gonna go back into your hole where you came from, and you're gonna hope. You're gonna hope and you're gonna hope and dream that Deontay Wilder calls you back out so you can make another payday. Mm-hmm. You're gonna hope. Hope will keep you alive 
in boxing, but your name will fade away, and you'll just be another great white hype. Ten years from now, wow! Because your name will mean shit ten years from now, Tyson. You have accomplished nothing. Probably won't be relevant no more. No, no, probably not. He's accomplished nothing. The history books will close. The history books will always remember Tyson Fury as just a, just a mouth. Wow! Accomplished nothing. Fuck! Wow! Wow! Well, we want to take. We want to have all your takes. Well, your Fury friends. I want to know what y'all think about that as well. So. Don't be shy to let, let us know in the DM. <laughs> bring it. <laughs> exactly. Bring it, please. Bring it. So, um, another news as well uh, in the middleweight the division, Gennady Glovkin vacates the IBF middleweight title. Vacates it. So he's no longer unified. Okay. Nope. So Glovkin informed uh, the IBF on Monday that he has relinquished the organization's middleweight title, according to an email obtained by ESPN. Um, Right now, there there is word going around that the WBA is ordering a fight with Glovkin versus Lara, but that that's it. Just like that, they're ordering it, but no one knows will Triple G take it, fully take it, or will he not? He is a free agent. He is actually his, the, the Canelo fight was his last fight with was, the uh, the zone. The zone. Yep. He is a free agent. Lara is PBC. He is a mystery. He's up with the PBC. Yeah. This fight would make sense. I already saw it. You can take that off. Um. He is with the PBC, so I could see the Triple G getting a little bit, a couple bucks, unless Golden Boy slash the Zone offer him a bigger chunk of money. But if the WBA is ordering a unification of the WBA mm-hmm. WBA belts, yeah, because again, Laura holds the WBA regular belt as Triple G is the WBA super champ, and yeah, technically they try to unify the belts to become one undisputed WBA champion. True, I know mm-hmm. I lost you guys, but that's how the where the world of the WBA yeah. works. <laughs> It's the ABC. It's the AB. It's Alphabet Super Boxing. Yeah. So, um, that's how it works. Um, I think Triple G made good money in the Canelo fight. I'm sure he did. I think at this moment he's at the the tail end of his career. He's gonna try to look to make uh, more money. I think he's gonna go after the the Lara. The Lara fight makes more sense, especially looking at Lara's last two fights. He hasn't really been a mover. Yeah, I've read something like he's not very. He's not. He's, I've seen he's both of those fights. Stationary now. He's very stationary. Yeah, he's, uh, very. He's still defensive, but he's more stationary now. He fights in the pocket, so mm-hmm. um, I think that's what's gonna. That might. That might. That fight might interest Triple G now. Yeah. Then maybe six, seven years ago, where I think maybe Laura would have entered. Uh, Laura was gonna challenge him because mm-hmm. I remember there was rumors about Laura already moving up and he wanted to fight Triple G and I think yeah. Abel Sanchez was like, nah, that's not a fight we want. He's not entertaining. And it wasn't that he was entertaining. The guy's a mover and I think he didn't want to deal with the guy that was gonna move no, around all night. Not. Nope. So now you you know both guys late stages of their career, both war torn fighters. You know I think that that fight might even be interesting because can Triple G still put on a performance? Against a very skilled Cuban fighter. Yeah, true. Who right now has found a resurgence, a resurrection of his career at middleweight. Yeah. Say what you want, you know, the fighters he's fought, but he's looked good. True. He's looked very good and, you know, and like I said, Triple G might be packing it in right now and looking to cash out. And and if he's going to cash out with the the PBC, he's going to make money. Yeah. Because there's endless fights for him to do. 
There's Charlo. If he beats Lara, there's Charlo. There's Charlo, fight, yeah. You know, there's Danny Garcia because you know, I mean, Danny Garcia might want to get a crack at that. He he may feel like maybe I do. I'll do a better job against him. Mm-hmm. You know, Triple G isn't in the decline of his career. It really is. You know, a lot of fighters can get him, and when I say decline, I'm people. Oh, you mean the cherry pick? No, at the moment he's not the same Triple G. No, he's not. Bed, he's still dangerous if you're not if you're not uh, if you're t- underestimating him. He will knock you yeah, out. Yeah, he still has some. Yeah, he is a bit. I think he dangerous. has a little bit left in the gas in the yeah. tank to give anybody problems if you don't take him seriously. Yeah. If you walk in there going, he's triple G's. He's lost to Canelo. He, yeah. He's not the same. You walk in there, you're gonna find your you're gonna find yourself <laughs> flat flat down. Yeah. You're gonna find yourself like Toyota Morata. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> now, bet if you if you go in there, you can either outbox him or you can go into a nice middleweight slugfest mm-hmm. against this guy, and and maybe you might get the best of it, or maybe it might go the full distance. Who yeah. knows? Triple G is still capable, and I think I like this fight if Laura and Triple G fight. Cause yeah, again, I'll be fine with that. Yeah, Laura is no longer a mover, but he's no. still defensively. Yes, and Triple G is still a banger. Yep, it's a good fight. That'd be a very good fight. That yes. that's a good uh, either. I don't think that's a pay per view, but that's a good either Fox uh, right. main Fox main event or a or Showtime pay, a Showtime uh, Showtime championship, championship boxing, boxing right on, on Saturday. Yeah, you're right with a stack card. Yep, like you stack the fuck out of it. I after fucking that. agree, man. Like you got main event Laura for or Triple G for Laura, and then you stack like up and comers. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe you put boots in the on the card. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> uh, you put these young guns, you know, you put these young up and coming fighters, you try to spotlight. Yeah. Like you're supposed to. You're supposed to you do know, that. You put exactly. the main event, and then you put the young guys that are going to come up in the next yep. year or two as a co main event and the mm-hmm. opener, like that. So, yep. We'll see. We'll see about that, exactly. Well, we'll see. Of course, we'll let you know. Um, speaking of like fights, right? Um, this was, was announced actually two days ago. You know, uh, what's what's your take on it? Zuda Ramirez versus Gabe Rosado. March Tuna 18th. fight. That's, that's a confidence boosted right? fight. Right. That's what a lot uh, of people are saying. I don't know if you read the comment. If you read the DM, we got. What? I'll read it to you right now. I know he. Wait, to... I think I have. I think read he... it. Uh huh. Hold on, let me like this picture because Penny is missing. <laughs> I'll make the announcement later. Penny, where are you? So this is a, one of our fans, uh, Christian Rodriguez. Yeah, he yeah. put. So I, we I, uh, we mm-hmm. reposted the whole you know Sudo Ramirez fight. Hold on, I'm trying to load it up. And he put, bro, this is beyond a tune-up for Sudo. Rosado's a journeyman at 168. Terrible mismatch. <laughs> That's what he put. My reply. <laughs> I put this is a boost of confidence after a, after been taken to school by Bivol. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I gotta say about that. Yeah, this is an. I'm sorry, Gabe, but the Gabe Rosado, action warrior. Yeah. Uh, blood and guts. Blood and guts. Old warrior. school Philly yep. fighter. Fuck yeah. Will fight you anywhere, any place. Yep. Name the day. Name the time. Yep. Is being is at this moment. Is taking the fight. Yeah. Now, I'm not going to say he's taking the fight for money because at the end of the day, hey, they're prize fighters. Yeah. They're fighting for a prize. <laughs> you know, of course, you know, but a paycheck's a paycheck. And Surda Ramirez is coming off a one sided beat, not beat down. Yeah. Because it wasn't a. Nah, it wasn't a beat down. But it yeah. was it's the schooling. He went to school. He got, yeah. ta- he got taken to school. He, uh, the spanking. He got spanked for 12 rounds against one of the best. I bet maybe the. Would you say maybe one of the best light heavyweights in the world besides uh, Better Be It, which we'll talk about because I knew I wanted to cover last week and, I, and you didn't watch it, but I want to cover that right now after mm-hmm. this. What, maybe 1A, 1B 
You know, because I think they're two top mid-light heavyweights, but neither one is one or two. They're both the number one best mm-hmm. light heavyweights in the world. And he can be B1A, 1B, doesn't matter. He got spanked by one of the best light heavyweights in the world. Yeah. Thoroughly spanked. Bad. He got it worse than Canelo. Yeah. <laughs> he got it worse than Canelo. No disrespect to Surdo, but you got it worse than Canelo. Yeah. Canelo at least put on a fight. Yeah. Canelo was at least sort of in the fight oh, with this guy. Yeah, yeah. You weren't even in the fight. Yep. I don't remember I don't see I don't remember any one scorecard favoring you, not one reporter giving you a single round. And that's not me disrespecting you, that's stating facts, sir. Yeah. <laughs> so what do you do with this guy? Yeah. What do you do with him, B Ray? You, you don't put him in another tough fight. No, you don't. This guy got demoralized. You give him something that yeah, just You give yeah. him somebody that, that isn't gonna move, that isn't gonna make you think that much. Yeah. You're gonna give him Gabe Rosado. But yep. Here's the thing about Gabe Rosado, B-Ray. Like, and, I, and I said this about Triple G a couple minutes ago. If you ain't at 100%, if you're out there fucking around in training camp and you're taking this fight lightly, Gabe Rosado's on your ass. Yes. he's Yeah, he's one of those fighters. Yeah, exactly. G- Gabe Rosado's the type of guy that you need to be on your P's and Q's. Yeah. Because if you're out here, if you're slacking off, if you're not giving it all in training camp and you're thinking, it's Gabe Rosado, dude. <laughs> Come on, it's, it's keeper. It's just what has to be mentioned by Triple G. Yeah, he's yep. gonna be on your he's ass. Gonna be on your ass. Yep. And believe me, this guy's hungry. Yep. This guy's hungry. This he's, guy's a Philly fighter. This guy's not gonna go down easy. Yeah, you can't take him lightly. Fuck so, no. so this could either be a nightmare for Rusudo, or this might be a confidence boost for him because at this moment he needs it after losing it once again, losing to one of the best light heavyweights in the world currently. Better VF. I mean, uh, Dimitri Bivol. Dimitri Bivol. Dimitri Bivol. So, but a confidence I, boost. I don't know if you want to get to that fight. The Arthur Bivol. I did see it, but when I got home that, that oh, you night, did okay. Because he told me it was fucking good. So this fight been what two weeks ago? Yes, I believe. I had two. Uh, two was two weeks. Was ago. it last week? No, it was like two weeks ago. Two weeks ago? Yeah, because last week it was the last week because I went out all day. Oh, I was right, out all day. Right, it was right, two right, weeks right, ago. Right, okay, okay, so okay. two weeks ago, um, we I think uh, Arthur Bivol, Anthony Yard happened in I think the UK for the. For Bivol, I mean Bivol's, uh, better Via's belts. It was a old-fashioned knockout, dragout fight. Banger. It was a banger, banger after just those heavy punches. God damn. Just kept saying that. I was like, fuck, man. Better Via is a hard-hitting light heavyweight. Yeah. A lot of hard-hitting fucking punches. From both. Yes. Um, Anthony Yard, I'll say this right now. Yard's good. Yeah. Yard tries to be the Floyd Mayweather light heavyweight. Stop with the Philly shell. Yeah, I think they were making comments about that as I, well, I man. I get it. I get it. It yeah. looks nice. Mm-hmm. But if you don't know how to use it properly, yeah. don't <laughs> use it. <laughs> secondly, secondly, my man, my man, my boy, my man. Stop lifting the motherfucking weight, sir. You didn't look like a boxer. You look like a bodybuilder. Yeah. And you burnt out. I think they also mentioned it as well. Yep. You look like a bodybuilder. Because he was moving. You were to- moving good for the first two rounds. Yeah. Afterwards, you look like. And there we go. You look they like saying- Snuffleupagus. Yeah. Hey, Bert. How you doing? You look like fucking Snuffleupagus, my man. And they were saying that, yo, this guy's built. I don't think he should be moving around so much like that. <laughs> and so, I mean, would he have beat it? Would he have beat a better VF? No. No, no, no. But he gave better VF a tough fight. Yeah. Tougher than Joe Smith, though. Yeah. I thought Joe Smith 
mm-hmm. was gonna give him a harder fight. Yeah. I thought Joe Smith hits hard. He, he does. That Joe Smith fell. <laughs> this guy lasted at least what eight rounds? Eight rounds, I would think. I think it was eight, eighth round. Eight yeah. or nine rounds. Uh-huh. He lasted on him. So now the we're in a collision curse uh, curse course for undisputed mm-hmm. light heavyweight belts. What's your take on this beer? Because you got you got the basically this is gonna be the old classic puncher versus boxer. Yep. You got the hard hitting Russian. You know, the both what you think they're both Russians or I think they're both Russians. I could be wrong. Uh, the, I know Better Beev looks uh looks like Dagestanian and shit. Yeah, right. I well, think, you got but, both, but, yeah. Eastern Europeans. Eastern Europeans basically. You got man. the old fashioned Eastern European fight. You got the boxer and the puncher uh, that have tailor made themselves into American style mm-hmm. boxing. I think that's a good fight. I think this uh I feel this will satisfy the old school boxing fans. In my opinion, I think so, and I think it's. I think this is going to be a sleeper fight for the casuals. I think. Right. I don't, I don't think people know how good this fight's going to be. No, and exactly. If you ask the casuals, I'm pretty sure they're not. They're like whatever with it. But I think like us old school fans, we're like, holy shit, this is a treat. You want to know why I think it's going to be a good fight? I was watching a video. I know it popped up. It popped up on Twitter, TikTok. Sorry, <clears throat> sorry, drinking water. Popped up on TikTok. Polly said the Eastern European fighters have a mental. Have a strong mental or strong mentally. I'm sorry, hmm. they don't break. Maybe one or two, but it's very rare. It's one percent, either that or they have become accustomed to the American way and they forgot who they yeah. were. But it's hard to break them. And I think Polly said that's why Canelo had a problem with Triple G. He couldn't break the guy mentally. Usually, Canelo knows how to get a guy to fight his pace, to make him afraid of him by doing maybe one or two things. Triple G wasn't. Triple G kept marching forward. Same thing with Bivol. Bivol never bent mentally oh, against Canelo. Nope. He stayed the course. These guys are just built. Their boxing programs are just drilling him with routine, routine. Mm-hmm. These guys are fighting for their lives out there. These guys have got to be one of the toughest guys mentally going into the game. So I'm going to say this for you guys. If you guys are casual fans listening for the first time, if Dimitri Bivol, Arthur better be a fight, this will be a long, hard, tough fight between two fighters. One of them, boxing IQs up the ass. Mm-hmm. One fucking hits harder than a mule. Than yeah. a mule. Kicks harder than a mule, I'm sorry. But again, what, make this, what makes this fight even better both are mentally strong, and neither one's gonna want to yeah. quit. That's it's gonna, it's bad. gonna take, it's gonna take either the, it's gonna take the ref or the cornerman to stop this. Yeah, fight. I agree. Because <laughs> neither one's gonna want to quit on it. And there's no way this is going twelve rounds. Fuck no, I don't think it will. I, I think when you have, I think I, this is the type of fight that elevates one fighter. Yeah, to another, Fuck to yeah. to another level that I don't think they knew yep. they had it in them, and 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 it ruins another fighter. Yeah. When I say ruins, like they gave everything to come up short. Yeah, and that is the best you're ever gonna see of them. That's very true. There's those, those are the, those are the type of fights like you're never gonna see a performance like that again from either or no. another fighter. So after that, I mean, it's still gonna be a question. Like, Buck, does Canelo want to fuck with any of them too? Depending I thought about I watched, when I was watching the Anthony Yard fight. Go, well, how if Canelo would have chosen Arthur Better be if, mm-hmm. how would that fight have been different? Right. Would it have been different? Because better Viev, you know, not the best defensively minded mm-hmm. fighter, but is is a is a very dedicated puncher and doesn't seem to very much wilt 
under mm-hmm. the pressure. And from the looks of it, he's he's very accurate with his punches. Mm-hmm. He doesn't go wildly try to gun you out, like wing you out. He knows how to accurately, and he you know he's very methodical, very uh, um, he he know he's very uh technical where he's gonna throw his punches. Like mm-hmm. if he's gonna throw punches, it's with the intention to hurt you. And specific spots, like, you know, body, the head. Yeah. If he's going to shoot to your elbow, he's going to make sure that that shit hurts. Yeah. You know, he's going to make dents into you. How would that have done for Canelo? Do you think Canelo would have been the same thing against Bivol that you fought a young, like, heavyweight who wasn't going to fucking bend? Like, yeah, mm-hmm. he fought Kovalev, but he Kovalev, was was an, Kovalev. he wasn't the same Kovalev. He was not the, exactly, he was not the Kovalev. Yeah, like, Kovalev, Kovalev right away mentally broke him and started, fight, started to fight more tentatively and... It started to fight more kind of like, hey, uh, here, here, like, stay away, stay away, yeah, stay away. Was more, yeah, that was, that, that's how it was. Yep. And Sarah Pivot was like, all right, let's fight, let's fight. Okay. Yeah. You're the box. I heard you're the best boxer in the world. All right, let's mm-hmm. see your IQ against my yeah. IQ. Let's see what, let's see what you can do. That probably, yeah, I, all I can think of that would have been an interesting fight too. I think that would have been a very hard fight for Canelo. Very, very difficult fight. I think that would have been a very hard mm-hmm. fight for Canelo. I think that fight would have been Triple G, that would have been Canelo Triple G. 2.0. 2.0. Yeah. I think that would have been a tough fight yeah, for Canelo. Yeah, could have. That would, that would have been Triple G, mm-hmm. like 2.0. Because this guy fights almost kind of like Triple G. Yeah. You know, very slow pace, throws a nice jab, nice stiff jab, yeah. has a great right, great left hook, you know, walks you down. He's a hunter. You know, he's a predator at work. He works yeah. you down and he tries. And the thing is, he doesn't just, he doesn't just, uh, just try to knock you at one point. The motherfucker, if if it means I gotta chop you for eight rounds, I'm gonna yeah, chop you gonna for chop eight. You. I'm I'm gonna get you out. Yep. That was old school triple G. Yep. It wasn't a I'm gonna hit you with one punch and that's it. It was no man. He was I am gonna chop you. Down. I am gonna make. I'm gonna break you mm-hmm. round after round. I'm gonna start breaking you down to the point where you're not gonna want this anymore. Triple G now has turned into like I'm gonna knock you. I'm gonna hit you with one punch and you're gonna fall. Yeah. <laughs> but I think that's what I said. Better be able would have been Triple G 2.0. Yeah. I think he would have saw that Triple G fight and be like, I could do better. I'm going to walk this fucker down. I am going to fucking go after him. Yeah, let him counter punch me. He'll be accurate. Mm-hmm. But I'll, he can land three, but all I need him to do is land one or two. Yeah. Round after round, sooner or later, those punches are going to start accumulating on him. <laughs> he ain't going to be able to take those punches anymore. I think that, um, if yeah, if he would have fought him, I think Canelo would have been pissing blood for sure after that fight. I think Canelo would have had to reevaluate his career in boxing and say, yes. "Do I really want to continue this?" <laughs> yes, very true. Because that's, I think, that's a hard. The uh, Arthur better be punches. I think that guy punched yeah, hard. Exactly. Like he's life changing power. Yep. So because Canelo hasn't been in a fight something like that, not since yeah, not since Triple G. First one and two. Yeah, one and two. He hasn't one been in that type of drag out fight anymore. He is not exactly no. So no, we'll, see, not. we'll see what happens. What's we'll the next one? Really? Uh, Oya um apparently had a meeting with Edgar Belanga. So I think we talked about Edgar Belanga getting released. Yeah, mutually, we did. Mutually yeah, released. Uh-huh. Um, makes sense, right? I think it makes sense because if you're because you might want to do a collision course between two young fighters, one from Mexico, one uh, was a Puerto Rican descent. Yeah, he's with Puerto Rican descent. Yep. Because he's not he's not Edgar, born Edgar in Puerto Rico, right? He's basically uh, yeah, he I think second generation Puerto Rican, something like that, right? Yeah, I don't yeah exactly. I don't think he was born over there, but you know yeah exactly his um his origins, what do you want to call it? Yes, he, he's he's Puerto, Puerto Rican, Rican heritage. Heritage, there we go. His heritage is Puerto Rican, exactly. So yes, I think the what the idea so far might be fighting Mungia down the line. 
That's what I heard. That makes sense. You bring him in, give him soft touches. Mm-hmm. Get and then get and then the, you finally get a pay per view from Mugia. Yep. But does that fight do anything for either guy? I feel I at least well Mugia fight? I, at least Barang has fought better opposition than Jaime Mugia. Oh yeah, yes. At least Barang has uh-huh. fought outside the top ten guys that are not even in the fifties. Like Mugia's fighting guys are like in the fucking uh, I don't know, twenty maybe. Not 15? even twenty, like <laughs> rank number fifty in the world, oh, dude. Fuck, man, that's even that's horrible. Exactly, like uh, I think he signs with them. I think so too. For him, yes. For him, yeah. I think he signs with them. I think that Golden Boy might have pitched them a good idea. Like, hey, we can get you. We can get you Gabe Rosado. Mm-hmm. We can get you this. We can get oh, we, you know, we have a, a imminent amount of fighters to give you. And then we can set up Mungia because Mungia's going to, you know, he's not, you know, he's going to move out of middleweight soon. Mm-hmm. And you can, we can make the pay per view on yeah. you know, Cinco de Mayo weekend yep. and da 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 da. Biggest pay per view. We can break a million. Oh, <laughs> like, you know, like you're just saying all the right things to this young yeah. kid. Because I think, like, even Bob Aram said, like, he, he sees his career should be going this way. We think we should be doing it this way. We didn't come to agreement, so we had to part ways. Yeah. And I think it's them thinking, okay, either you follow our formula or we put you in there tough and mm-hmm. what it, it is what it is. And after that, we're just going to use you now as kind of like, you know, basically uh, as a cattle for the new for the new crop of guys mm-hmm. who are willing to go the way we want them to go. Because like I said it before, top rank has the best – um, prospect program in all of boxing. Mm-hmm. Better than Matchroom, better than Golden Boy, better than the PBC. These guys know how to build fighters from the ground up. Yeah. Don't believe me? Look up. Sugar Ray Leonard, Tommy Hearns, Oscar De La Hoya, Floyd Mayweather, Eric Morales, you know, uh, Miguel, who, Cotto. Miguel Cotto. Mm-hmm. I think Cotto has to be the prime example of a fighter that was brought up correctly. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Like, you know, look at the Ricardo Torres fight. Oh, whew. Oh, that man, was not no easy fight, but that no. was a fight to see, okay, how does he do against another big puncher mm-hmm. like himself? Does he have a chin? We found out he kind of had a shaky chin, but we also found that he has heart. Yep. So, again, top rank. I, I know I shit on Bob Arum a lot. I've been shitting on Bob Aaron since we, 2017. We have been shitting on him. But I always give credit where credit is due. Top rank has the best prospect, the uh, best uh, a program for prospects. Mm-hmm. And if Baranga and his people think that they can go out and fight Canelo where he's at right now, yep. you're fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. Hey, I give you A for effort, bro. You have great you have a great confidence. But your skill level compared to skill level of the top ten super middleweights, you're not even close. No. Follow the program. And if you're not following the program, if you're out there fucking around, you're out there partying with fat Joe and everybody, then that's <laughs> on you. That ain't on top rank, buddy. Yeah. They're meeting their obligations. They're giving you the fights, and if you're not you're not meeting up to the expectation, that's on you. And I feel that's what happened. I think he felt, oh, you're giving me tough fights. No, we're giving you the proper fights. Mm-hmm. You, if you're out there fucking around, that's not on us. Yeah. <laughs> if you're not evolving as a fighter, that's not on me, buddy. I'm not gonna give you soft. Pun- we're not gonna give you soft fights. No. This isn't Golden Boy. We're not gonna give you Mungia type fights. You want that? Then there you go. The door's right there. Good luck. Tell me how that goes for you. And I think that's what happened. And Golden Boy's like, oh, hey, you come over here. Exactly. Oh, really? You're free agent? Come over here. Exactly. I think he signs for sure. I think he signs for sure. I think he signs for sure. That is a for sure. I Yeah, exactly. So I, it, was, it won't be a huge news for us because we saw it coming. 
So he, yeah, he might be signed to a Golden Boy. Uh, another guy that might be signed to Golden Boy, making or making moves with them. Um, you guys saw January twenty eighth. Austin posted a picture with with it's him and Hopkins, the legendary Bernard Hopkins, took a picture with Terrence Crawford. And he goes, the best pound-for-pound fighter on the planet. Terrence Crawford stopped by Golden Boy headquarters this morning. My partner, B-Hop, and I am making big moves, he says. Well, the rumor is he might fight Alex Rocha. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Don't laugh. Alex Rocha's good. Fuck off. You know? No shit. I just laugh because um, we're, I feel like we're, we're completely, for sure, square one now with the Spence fight. Oh, yeah, yeah. We, hey, I'm yeah, just we. like... So disappointing. I think some. I think somebody said it in the uh, Porter podcast. They're like, "Nah, this is this is Floyd Pacquiao all over again. This is Floyd Pacquiao all over again." <sighs> he might fight again. I think we talked about it. You know, we didn't talk about it on the show. No, we did not actually. Nope. Because, I said, "Look, yeah, it was a couple of days after our last episode." He might do a two fight deal. Yeah, that's yeah. You're, yeah, that's something he might we fight both Alex Rocha on his own pay per view. Yeah. He might fight the winner of Virgil Ortiz versus uh, I forgot the, I forgot other, the other guy's name too. Yeah, but that's another guy people want to it. see. Yep. And while he waits for, I don't think the Spence fight happens. No, not at least in one forty-seven. I don't, I don't think it happens at all. That's just sad. The I think Spence Crawford becomes the Holyfield versus a uh, oh, Riddick Bow now. Riddick Bow. Riddick Bow. Yeah. A fight that on paper was a it's going to be a hell of a fight. Mm-hmm. Never materialized and no. say what you want. Oh, Spence is afraid. Oh, Crawford's afraid. I just think it, it it's never gonna happen now. I think if the fight hasn't happened yet, it won't. I think the fact that he left top rank and the fight hasn't happened is in the is very indication that it wasn't top rank's fault. That's the impression I'm getting too as well. If the you know, I think for a while we like blame Bob. I think it. I know said so we shouldn't be blaming, but I, I'm gonna go. I think it was Bud Crawford. Yeah, because we, of course, we assume when he left top rank, we're like, this is gonna be easy. Then it should be an easy road, and I think it, it should it should have been an easy road. Should have been easy. I think when you're a guy that thinks you you know the bet you know better than everybody, mm-hmm. when you're asking for the financial records of why we're spending this, why we're spending that, you know, you, you know, it's, he's the type of guy that goes. Oh, I I can find I can find a photographer cheaper, man. Just some, you know, just get my iPhone. We'll take pictures of my iPhone. Like, no, we're not gonna cut costs here, bro. We need this. <laughs> um, oh well, you know, uh, why are we paying Jim Gray? I know I, I can get my guy from uh, from Omaha, man. This guy does a uh, he does all the all the announcing for the high school the high school basketball <laughs> team. No, what what the fuck? Why? I'll oh, save money, bro. Like, no, well, that's not how this works, bud. <laughs> and then like, fuck it. You no, know, now we know why Bob didn't want to fuck with you. Um, I think, like I said, if he, if I said it to you, and I'll say it here, if he sign, if we come to find out he signed a two fight deal, or he signed a he a deal with the Zone Golden Boy, ladies and gentlemen, sorry to tell you this, this fight's not gonna happen. Never Ever. happen. Never. They don't really work with much with um out Heyman. I mean, look at right now. I mean, this might be part of your news, but look at right now with Tank versus uh, Ryan. Yeah, oh, that's part of it for sure. Don't worry. Yeah, I don't uh-huh. think I don't think it's gonna happen. I don't think so. I think mm-hmm. I think uh, as much as cover goes, I'm my own boss. I'm my own boss. The fact they're going to another promoter to go sign a two fight deal product, and I say two fight deal. This is rumors. This is not true. Yeah, but I haven't it, said anything. Yeah. I'm leaning towards it's a two fight deal. Me too. I don't think he signs with it for years. Because I don't think Golden Boy is gonna sign. I don't think Golden Boy is gonna go over to the zone. And go, hey, can we get twenty million dollars for what? <laughs> for what? For what? To pay Crawford to fight Alex Rocha, twenty on pay per view. 
20. Yeah, 20. Tatum will pay him 10 for one fight. We'll pay him 10 for another fight if he fights the winner of Virgil Ortiz. For, <laughs> if he fights Virgil Ortiz, if he wins. Okay, we'll come back. And they'll tell him, and the crowd is like, all right. And he's probably looking at him like suckers. <laughs> <laughs> like suckers. Look at this bunch of suckers. Because that's what I'm thinking is going to happen. All right, that's what I'm thinking too. And they seem so confident when Alex, and congratulations to Alex Roach and his win. Yeah. That they seem very confident. Alex Roach is getting a crack at Terrence Crawford. I think that was the talk amongst Golden Boy is that, hey, we can get you, we can get you around 10, 12, 10 to 12 million a fight mm-hmm. right now. You know, two fight deal, you're looking at what, 24 million plus pay per view points? Or guess what? We'll give you stock options in the zone because mm-hmm. it's worth a lot now. Yeah, right. But still, we can get you all this <laughs> stuff right now. And I bet you Crawford, who thinks he's a savvy businessman, is going, hmm, 12 million dollars. Or forty million, I was guaranteed the fight spends. Hmm. <laughs> I'm gonna go for the twelve. What a fucking stupid mother. Or twenty five was what twenty five mil he was gonna get. Twenty five mil. Hmm. I get to fight twice for the same amount to fight one time against Spence plus pay per view points. But I don't care about pay per view. I care about flat fees. And making sure the other guy gets the same amount I do because I can't make I gotta make sure that you're getting paid, but you know it has to be equal, equal, <laughs> equal value, man. But no, nah, I think that's what happens. I think Spence signs. Uh, uh, yeah, Crawford signs with Golden Boy. I think so too. I'm pretty. Sh- I'm pretty sure Spence. He, he probably did it already once. Um, Crawford did the fight right. Would be okay. I'm sure Spence is like you know what? Fuck Crawford. I'm sure he's gonna go negotiate whatever is gonna be the next fight. And for sure, vacate the belt. I think so. And again, fucking sad. And if, let's say that happens, right? I mean, who can we say? Who who really was the man in that division then? I think you got to look at resume. If, I'll say that, if Spence fights Thurman and beats him, you got to say he fought the best welterweights in the division. He did. You know? You needed that one guy, yeah, but yeah, yeah. yeah no, right. aside from that, mm-hmm. if they, if this is based, I mean, I'm gonna, I'm gonna use the oh wait, my, uh, wait, Chris Chris Maddox. I'm gonna use a Chris Maddox theory about <laughs> resume here to underline here. It's if, all about resume. <laughs> Spence has the better resume. He does. And I would love for for him to try to justify Crawford has a better resume. <laughs> I would love to hear him because I bet you they're gonna suck this guy's dick off. Oh, of course, they're gonna suck him off. If he signs at the zone. Oh, well, Spence was afraid of him, you know. I think Crawford has one of the best resumes out there. He fought Jeff Horn when Jeff Horn was coming off a fresh win against great, the great Manny Pacquiao. You know, he fought great Manny Pacquiao. He fought Mean Machine before Mean Machine was even, people even knew him. He was a Mean Machine. He doesn't say stupid shit to justify this. He fought uh, Jose Benavides after he, after he got shot. Not before, because he was good when he was before he got shot. But <laughs> after he got shot, he took off the brave Jose Benavides. Oh, jeez. You know, he's going to say all this shit to try yeah. to justify it. He fought Kel Brook. Yeah, the Kel Brook that beat Amir Khan. Five years too late, but he beat him. <laughs> Doing white lines now. Hey, guys do whatever he wants. <laughs> fuck, fuck off. He can do what he wants. He's retired. Is he active? Is he an active fighter? No. He's then what retired, the fuck's it to everyone else? If Kel know. Brook wants to snort cocaine off this table, let him snort cocaine. Whatever the fuck. It's his life. <laughs> It's his fucking life. <laughs> the fuck is it to you guys? I don't know, but it, it may act- apologize to everyone, though. So. I wouldn't apologize for shit. It's my fucking life. 
It's not like I snorted coke and looked at the camera and goes, hey, kids, it's Cal Brook. <laughs> no, he didn't. Leave him alone. <sighs> the fuck, man? Like, I, it, always, I, I wouldn't apologize if I did that. He did, actually. I get it. Apologize. He's a public figure. He's a sports entertainer. Mm-hmm. But he's a retired sports entertainer. Yeah, apparently, his retirement's hit it hard for him. Yeah. So that's what he said. So... So, but no, going back, I think that's what's gonna happen. Yeah, no, it seems like it. If you answer questions, Spence has a better. But Spence has to fight Thurman. If he beats Thurman, he would have beaten all all the great, well, the best welterweights of his era. You're right, he did, except for Crawford. But still, the he had he had, yeah. had defeated the three out of the four best. Yeah, so it looks to me like that's gonna be the next fight. Look, Sean, Danny, Danny, Thurman, Thurman, right? Those were those were the guys, man. Yep. Yeah. So he beats them all. So. I totally agree. And he did it in better fashion than either guy did beat each other. Yeah. So if he can beat Thurman, that puts him out there and that gives time for Charlo to decide whether he's going to stay middleweight or super middleweight, super welterweight. Uh, I know, right? So that gives time. I think he's going to fight at welterweight. I think maybe that's why it's taking so long is I think he wants to cut. He wants to get at a certain weight so when training camp starts, he can then cut down the rest he of the weight. He cut down the rest of it, yeah. But, of course, they're saying that this the fight with Thurman might be at 154. I did. I say we'll do one last, one last title defense. He really, if he can make it, if, if, can not, make it, if right? not, then fight at one fifty two, one fifty four. I mean, nice, of course. Yeah, you're right. One last title defense at one at uh, one hundred forty seven. Well, but, um, but hey, if the fight happens one fifty four, I think that's a sign right there. That's that's it. He's yeah. out of the welterweight division. And for Crawford, I mean, what do you do for and uh, what do you do for him at this moment? Like you're, you're. Holy Grail, like the one fight that was gonna put you in the map. Because as much as he goes, oh, I don't need, I don't need him. I'm, a, need him I'm, exactly. un, I'm undisputed. Again, it's not what you've done; it's what you've done lately. Mm-hmm. And your resume, Walter, has not been to shit. You fighting Alex Rocha, no, no, no offense, Alex Rocha won't make a fucking dental Hall of Fame. No. You fighting Virgil Ortiz might because you're fighting a young gun. At this moment, being a two division. Undisputed champ mm-hmm. would have probably put a nice, a nice yeah. little mark in his career as would like, have. oh shit, it would have. It, no, it would. I think that's what he's, that's the he's goal. If you're not going to move up to 154 to chase Crawford to Spence, then I think you saying a welterweight and, f- and having to fight these young killers might give you, uh, might set you aside. I think people might forget and forgive, yeah, the the decision of not fighting Spence. For Spence, he moves on. I think Spence Spence will always get that. Oh, you never, you know that fight never happened. But I think if Spence goes to super welterweight and does a great job and starts smoking motherfuckers out and becomes undisputed there, and then moves up to middleweight and comes close to doing that, I think people will forgive and forget. Yeah, both guys that if they go out and do great performances. But if Crawford still continues to do this mediocre bullshit, yeah, then I think his career is wasted. Yeah, so. I totally agree. That's my take. One last, uh, one last one. Well, we, we mentioned it just a, a few minutes ago. So, um, so apparently, so the Tank Davis versus Ryan Garcia is reportedly now in jeopardy due to a rematch clause dispute. Javante will have the right for you know for to a rematch if Ryan wins. Golden Boy, The Zone, and PBC Showtime are arguing over who would be the lead promoter network for that rematch. That's what they're saying. I don't know how legit this is, but they're saying that is the argument going on. That's what they're saying. Um, God, I mean, again, there's just news of this. Um, 
Garcia isn't asking for a rematch, they're saying. The issue surrounds the promoter and network of the rematch if Tank loses. Garcia doesn't have a rematch clause if he loses. That's that's on the promoter for not putting that on paper. Yeah. That's not on Tank. Tank's people... There's the thing. Tank has a rematch clause for every fighter. This isn't about, oh, he's scared. He's No, there's a rematch clause for every fight. Mm-hmm. Floyd Mayweather signed everybody to a rematch clause. Yes. Very true. Very true. Always. Always. Always there was a rematch clause. And it wasn't because Floyd thought he was going to lose. No, it was a rematch clause, and it was already stipulated that's how much you're going to make in the rematch. Anthony Joshua has a rematch clause, mm-hmm. which already indicates what your cut's going to be. That yeah. was the whole reason why that Eddie Hearn was going to sue Andy Ruiz, because Andy wanted more money, and Andy stuck him to the paper. Yeah. Well, you signed this, and you said if you won, you were going to agree to the terms for a rematch, and this was going to be the split no matter what. Yeah. That's yeah. not... Uh, Al Heyman, PBC's fault that Golden Boy, with all their great people, couldn't come up with a rematch clause. <laughs> Not my fucking fault. Yeah. Tank Davis, people are saying, okay, cool. We have a rematch clause. The only thing that's not indicated is where this fight's going to take place. I feel it should still take place. It should take place on Showtime. The zone, of course, who wants to reap the benefit of their boy winning is, I know we want to bring it back over here. For what? <laughs> at this moment, at this moment, this is stupid. We are like one yard away from a touchdown. Yeah, for real. Literally, literally, one, we're on the one yard line right, like, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, to score this touchdown. And the thing that's holding this back is a stupid rematch clause of whether where this this fight's gonna take place on Showtime or the Zone. How about this? Who gives a fuck and stick to the same deal? A joint venture between Showtime and DAZN. Yeah. Who gives a fuck? The fight's going to do 800 to 900 buys. Yeah. Not 2 million. What they, what they expect, no. No, Golden Boy expects that. Yeah, exactly. Oscar snorting, Oscar snorting coke and spray painting abs on himself. <laughs> that he, he's, he's, he's sniffing too much of that spray paint that he thinks it's 2 million. It'll do... 800 to 950,000 buys. Mm-hmm. It'll be the most successful pay-per-view post Mayweather Pacquiao. Yeah. Okay? I uh, totally agree. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. Do the rematch the same way Showtime runs it, the zone distributes it. Who gives a fuck? There's enough money on the table. If there's money for the rematch, there'll be enough money. If there's money for the first fight, there'll be enough money, no money for the for rematch. rematch. <laughs> Especially if the fight is close. Yeah. Especially if the fight is close. So who gives a fuck? The, the, all these people going, oh, it's because Tank's free. No, Tank's had a same. If Hector Garcia beat Tank, there was still going to be a rematch. Mm-hmm. If Isaac Cruz beat Tank, there was still going to be, be a rematch. If Roley beat Tank, there's still going to be a rematch. There was always a rematch clause. People are focusing on rematch. No, 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 no. Focus on the fact that, that not even Golden Boy wants, they didn't even think about getting a rematch. Mm-hmm. That means they don't even believe in their kid enough to. <laughs> they don't believe in him. They felt he was gonna get fucked up. There's no point of going back to get him fucked up even more. There's not even talk about a rematch here because mm-hmm. if Ryan loses, we're done. Yeah. So there's no rematch. So they didn't talk to about. It. They didn't tell you there's no rematch talk for Ryan because I don't think they believe in him that much. Tank, fuck it. We're gonna get a rematch. I want the. I want my. I want to get my get back. Mm-hmm. Especially if you get knocked out or lose by decision. I want my get back. The big issue is not the fact that Tank asked for a rematch. The big issue is that you got the zone who has no business being in pay per view, especially when they they literally opened up the business as the pay per view killers, <laughs> claiming that they want to host a fight. No, and Showtime is standing their ground. Yeah, 
At this moment, the Golden Boy and Al Heyman and the PBC should tell both both networks to just shut the fuck up and move forward and continue doing the same business we did. Showtime, you produce it, you direct it, the zone, you fucking distribute it, and we split the money down. We split it how we agreed it on the mm-hmm. first fight. We're gonna split. We're gonna split it the same way in the rematch. Simple as that. Bet you got you got these fucking podcasters, these these uh, writers, these bloggers going. Oh, tank what? This has nothing to do about a rematch. The rematch cause has always been there. Has nothing to do about that. Nothing up to do. This has to do with the fact that the networks. You got the zone trying to fucking grab this fucking. They're literally trying to be a, a thief in the night and grab everything and leave. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's kind of like it's kind of like when you went to school and you had to do a science project, mm-hmm. and you got the smartest kid doing all the work, and then you show up to his house. Hey, Steve, how's the project going? Oh, dude, I'm done. Show me how it works, Steve. Oh, look, if you do this, oh my god, that's great. Hey, look over there, and you grab the project and you take it for yourself, and you bring it to school, showing the teacher, look what I did. I did it all myself. That's what the zone's trying to do. The zone's trying to take what the Showtime did and be like, oh fuck it, we're gonna take it for our own. <laughs> fuck no, split it down the middle like you did before. Move forward. Let's get the fucking fight done. Yeah. Let's get it out of the way. I'll bet you with Tank, when Tank knocks Ryan out, people are going to forget about this fucking rematch talk. That's what I was thinking too, actually. Because <laughs> there may not be no talks of that if actually Tank knocks him the fuck out. So I was thinking the same thing too when he said that. Yeah, exactly. But of course, they said that they're right. they, uh, they wanted to do it at the uh, Allegiant Stadium. And in Vegas, because they feel like that's huge. So, oh, this is according, I guess, on the on ESPN. The deal for the planned April fifteenth super fight between Tank Davis and Ryan Garcia hasn't been has has you know has yet been completed due to a dispute over the rematch clause. Source told ESPN, right? The sides agreed that the hundred thirty six pound catchweight pay per view, which is slated to take place at a venue in Las Vegas, will be produced and distributed by Showtime with PBC as the lead promoter. If Garcia wins and the rematch clause is activated, Golden Boy and The Zone argue that their side should be the lead promoter and pay-per-view producer distributor, sources said. PBC and Showtime maintain that the promoter and network should remain the same for a potential encore bout, according to sources. That's what they're saying. If everything's agreed, who then again, who's making the bigger deal here? Who's making the bigger deal? The zone. Who, 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 yeah. the zone. Yeah. Exactly. So they're having this argument of that, really, basically. They argue, and of course, some people are saying, like, of course, some are saying, that we, how about, you know, how it was the usual, right? All right. Whoever wins, their, their show, the network, takes it. So basically, if Ryan wins, then, okay, then agree to have it take place in the zone. This some is funny. This that. is yeah. funny because they, wasn't this the same hurdle that we had? For Char- the Jamal Charlo versus Jaime Munguia. Yes. Everything was agreed. Everything was agreed. <laughs> but it had, the zone had to be there. And they were like, what? Like, okay, you agree to the money, you agree on the venue, we agree on the weight, we agree on everything. Mm-hmm. You agree we should be the lead promoters. But you want to bring these guys in. Mm-hmm. Well... <laughs> And then what was again? What was the PVC's response? Okay, how about we do this? We do this here first. If he wins, we'll take it to the zone. No, no, no. It should be both equal. <laughs> yeah. 
And that's when they said, you know what? Fuck off. <laughs> Here, it should be the same thing. Equal. Uh-huh. Do the same way. This fight should not be prevented over stupid shit. The zone, Golden Boy, step aside, continue going the same way. From the looks of it, Tank's team, Showtime, is saying, we'll still lead it. You guys fucking come in, do the same th- same deal. Mm-hmm. Same deal, but they're saying no. We should, we should. Dict- we're gonna, we're gonna take what we built together, and we're gonna take it and move it over here and make it, and not give you guys shit. There's so much money in the pot. Split it down the middle. The yeah. fighters have agreed on it. This, I'm assuming the even the agreement of the rematch split is agreed. Yeah, pretty sure. This is just Golden Boy and the Zone being greedy and trying to keep everything for themselves. But then again, they're but again they're good at knowing how to twist it around and make it seem it's the other side. Yeah. And say, oh, Tank wants to rematch. Tank wants to rematch. Tank's always had a rematch. Cause this has nothing to do about this. This has to do about these motherfuckers wanting yeah. the bigger chunk of the pie, the piece of the pie here, not chunk, mm-hmm. the bigger piece of the pie. Yeah. I I, I mean that just you, shows too that people didn't know, they didn't know that. And this is the stupid thing. Then how was it this not negotiated prior to this? True. Why all of a sudden is this being made a big deal? Why all of a sudden when Golden Dolahoy goes, oh, April 15th, April yeah. 15th. Why didn't you bring it up in the, the during negotiations? Hey, you know what? I'm do- Hey, before you know, before we make anything announcing, I'm noticing here that you guys have a rematch clause for, for Tank. And they're going to be, and they, I bet you they're like, yeah, we always have to do it. So how is this going to work if, let's just say, my fighter wins? Are we taking this to the zone? No, well, isn't that, so is there something we should, can we talk about this? I don't see why not. Let's say, okay, let's sit down. Okay, boom, boom. Why oh bring it up now? Again, when we're so close, you bring this up now. Why wasn't this brought up during the negotiation process? Yeah. Why are you bringing it up yeah. now? Exactly. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. You guys have been negotiating, what, since December? Since December, I believe. November, December. December, yeah. because I think uh, Tank Tank was Tank fought a... Uh, Hector in January, right? In January, yeah. So they've been discussing this is almost November, December. This fight's been been openly negotiated because you got both guys going. Oh, we're negotiating, negotiating. Mm-hmm. Why wasn't this talked about? Why is no one asking that question? Why wasn't this brought up? Why isn't there a rematch clause for Ryan? Yeah. Why bring it up now again, where we're so close to this fight getting made? Why bring it up now? Who dropped the ball? Or who wants to back out of this fight and try mm-hmm. to blame the other person? Because this can also be a very good way to deceive the general public into saying, they, oh, well, you know, we wanted this fight, but, you know, they, they, the rematch clause, the rematch clause. Yeah. And you know that Al Heyman doesn't do public appearances, so Al Heyman's never going to speak about never. it. No. You already know that a lot of people don't like Steven Espinosa's because, you know, Conor McGregor made that whole thing. He's a fucking weasel. <laughs> And tank comments and delete shit faster than he can even put something out. Mm-hmm. So you already know that that side is not really going to be very vocal about it. But on this side, you got a coked out promoter who spray paints his abs, <laughs> constantly talking out of his ass, constantly mm-hmm. contradicting himself. And then you got a depressed fucking little little bitch like Ryan Garcia, constantly out here trying to be a YouTube star, posting stuff. And they're going to build that narrative of we wanted to fight. But, you know, the rematch clause, the rematch clause, they're going to cry rematch. And, of course, the podcast community, the sports podcast community is going to run with it and be like, oh, Tank's afraid. Mm-hmm. 
Because again, no one's asking the real question. Why wasn't this brought up when it was negotiated? Isn't that the whole point of negotiating? Sitting down at the table and going, you know, talking, hey, well, you know, I'm noticing on this part, Article 5, on, you know, this uh, this part, you know, we're noticing that you guys are you guys want a rematch clause, but there's no wording about how, how we're going to do this. Is this going to mm-hmm. go on our side, you know? What's the point? Then what was the point of negotiating then? Yeah. You guys were able to sit down and negotiate the split. Probably 6 to 40. You guys were able to sit down and, uh, and negotiate the weight, 136. 136. You guys were able to sit down and negotiate what, where we're going to do this, Las Vegas, Nevada. You guys were able to sit down and say, okay, zone, Showtime, let's all get along. Let's be a happy family. You guys were able to do all that. But you're telling me this middle, mis- little thing no one saw. No one raised, no one raised their hand going, hey, what if in a situation Ryan wins? Where does this fight happen? On your guys' side or my side? Mm. No one raised this flag? <laughs> it's just again, yeah. It's it's they're they're gonna make it seem like no, it's it's P, it's PBC. It's always the I noticed that they try so hard to make it seem like they're the problem. They're always complicating things. I I don't know if you noticed that they they're really trying to make it look that way. They always they're trying to protect their fighters. Like Golden Boy, that's that's why Golden Boy doesn't like working with Al, because that's apparently that's his excuse. And I totally agree with what you're saying. It's just ridiculous. All that, like you said, all this shit you you agreed upon in one little small piece of shit. You you guys are just going crazy. Even though this can be easily resolved and said, you know, because even can call the the zone executive like, hey, let's just cut the shit. Let's just move on with the same terms mm-hmm. we had for the first fight for the second fight. Let's just push this fight forward. The money's still gonna get made. Yeah. Yeah. But guess what? The zone is a sinking ship. They need the profit. They need yeah. the revenue. Yep. So again, they, I use the science, the the project analysis a thing where Showtime did will do everything, and does almost say, "Hey, what <laughs> <laughs> I having to have earned it? Earned it? Yeah, yeah." And people, and I know I keep hearing, "Well, you know, Showtime and HBO were able to work it out." Yeah, there was a rematch clause for Tyson Lewis that if, of course, that if Lennox Lewis won, of uh, Mike Tyson won, this was that Lennox Lewis was gonna have to come to Showtime, mm-hmm. and then vice versa, Tyson was gonna have to go to HBO. But you can't compare HBO to the zone. You fucking can't exactly. You just fucking can't. You can't. You can't compare ESPN to Fox. Yep. Because remember that was a deal. If because uh, I think it was the the Fury to Fury versus uh, uh Fury versus Wilder. Wilder. No? The second fight. No? Second fight was what on. It was, it was a joint uh, venture. It was a joint. There was a joint one. Fox ESPN and the winner was gonna take whoever won was gonna host the next fight. There we go. Which was ESPN. again. How was it that that was negotiated? Mm-hmm. And guess who Deontay Wilder works with? PBC. PBC. Oh, exactly. Exactly. This is what happens when you have a coked up promoter. <laughs> At the end of the day, this is what happens. You have a coked up promoter that's too excited, trying to jump. He's trying yeah. to bait. He's trying to make big boy moves here. Yeah. He's trying to out hustle the hustler, and he gets yeah. out hustled himself, and he's yeah. like, "Wait, what? I'm yeah. the ultimate hustler." <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Guess what, man? You like the more and more I keep seeing Delahoya try to be a promoter, the more and more I realize that Richard Schaefer was the hustler behind everything. He, he was. Yeah. Guess what? You're just the face, buddy. I'm the guy. <laughs> I'm the puppet master, bro. <laughs> hey, Canelo even said it. You know, Richard Shaver, he was Golden Boy. He was Golden Boy. He says you're, 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 
you're nobody, bro. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you're nobody. Like if you, the more the more you notice it, the more you, you start seeing he's not a promoter. He doesn't no. know what he's doing. Everyone kept saying, "Oh, he's a he's a smart he's a smart business." No, he he surrounded himself with good people that were able to maneuver his career. Mm -hmm. The same way with Floyd. Say what you want. You know, oh, and like people go, oh, Floyd. No, Floyd knew how who to fuck with to make him all this money. Mm -hmm. He focused on boxing. Al Heyman focused on the money. And now look where he's at. Yep. And he still does it. Golden Oscar realizes I can be my own man. I can be on my own two feet. I'm sorry. Don't disrespect the De La Hoya. But I'm disrespecting. You don't know shit about the business of boxing. B-Hop, even less. Wow. Look how successful they've been since Richard Schaefer's gone. Look how successful they have since Canelo's left. Tell me how that's going for them. Yeah. Yeah. Enough said. Yeah, I know. No, that's true. You were the top two best promoter in the world in the early 2000s. Now you're just minuscule. You're, you're, the, you're the Eddie Hearn of the United States. You're a laughing stock when it comes to boxing out here, bro. <laughs> Real quick, I don't think you mentioned that. Uh -huh. Are you going to talk about Benavides versus Plant? I think we did mention it. We did? I think we did, if I remember. But we can mention it if you like. That's that's the fight coming up. Yes. Yeah, March 25th. March 25th. Maybe we didn't mention maybe some of the uh, press conference. Yeah, that's what I was talking about. But did you have anything else? Uh, there were two things, actually, yes. Yeah, we were still a little bit on that, actually. So, of course, Ryan made a comment. You know, he said that stop running, stop running, tank, stop hiding from me, stop staying, stop staying quiet behind Al Heyman. No rematch clause. Winner takes all, coward. That's what he said. And then the other one, um, Mike Coppinger says Golden Boy reached out to Regis Progress team to gouge his availability to fight Ryan Garcia on April fifteenth. Sources told ESPN Progress is the WBC champion at one forty. Garcia is in talks to fight Tank Davis on April fifteenth. But a rematch clause is dispute has jeopardized the fight. So it's almost like they're already looking for other options now. But then I think Brian Garcia kind of said no. That's what they're saying so far. He said I don't even think true. Ryan. No, Brian's in the exactly. same boat. So, yeah, Brian's in the same boat like Delo. He doesn't know what the fuck exactly. is going on. Exactly. So. He has other fools running his shit. Exactly. Um. Well, Progre needs Progre needs to fight. I don't think they would put Regis Progre against a guy like Ryan. Probably that would be nice. Regis but is too good. Yeah, fuck yeah, he's too good. He's too good. They wouldn't do it. They wouldn't do it for Ryan. I think that's a rumor. They're just saying that. They're, they're, they're just, I think, fucking saying that. I think they're using the old uh, Bob Aaron. <laughs> Bob you mentioned you mentioned all these top three, top five mm -hmm. fighters in the world. Like, oh yeah, we're gonna fight all these fighters, and you give them, you yeah. give them Brandon Mills. Yeah. <laughs> you mention all these great fighters. You give them Chris Algieri. Yeah. I think you mentioned Regis Prograde. You mentioned Josh Taylor. You start mentioning Tank Davis. Teofimo Lopez. Teofimo. And you, you give him Togo. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what, I, that's what I think. Yeah. Yep, yep. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, that's the last one. You're right. That there's a fight coming up, man. March 25th. Uh, we got Benavides versus Plant. This, uh, I saw the press conference a little bit. Um, wow. They sure know how to promote this. They don't like. They don't like Benavid each other. I, no, they don't like each other. But they don't ben fucking like each other. They don't like each other. But Benavides had this energy, like almost like you were trying to intimidate somebody. 
Like I've seen that before. Where like I'm gonna fuck you up. Like, yeah. I I've seen a pussy when I see something like that. I know like, a pussy it, when I see it was, one. It was it was more like you were really trying to intimidate somebody. It's plant all. Was it's, just, give a fuck. Plant, and you know what the thing is though, I don't know because it's it's a it's a it's a big fight for mm-hmm. Benavides. It's it's one of the biggest fights of his career. For Plant, he's been there. And and I think plant plant I think realized oh you're doing what I did, you 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 cracked under the pressure of all the attention you got because look what plant did with with goal with uh, Canelo when he you know they got into that fist fight mm-hmm. or something stupid, and plant over you know plant decided fuck it let's... plant did the same thing as you try to intimidate the bigger you try to intimidate the guy that everyone probably thinks is gonna beat you or yeah. you know like you know oh the cameras are flashing all this stuff because it's a big fight. It is. I think for Benavides, I think you you looked ridiculous. To me, I've seen that before. I've seen that when guys try to like pump their chest and peacock it, like oh, you know, I've seen that before. Mm-hmm. And nine out of ten times, you punch them in the mouth, they stop talking. This might be different, but his energy was kind of more of a guy that didn't feel secure about himself. Mm-hmm. It seemed like, because I'm not secure, I don't want you to see it, so I'm going to be loud. I'm going to be intimidating. Try, to, I'm going to use try to be intimidating. I am going to try to show you that I'm not afraid of you. You're afraid of me. That's the type of, like, you could just tell the way he was saying it. Wasn't, yeah. I, he didn't even say it like with that. Like, their motherfuckers like, yo, I'm going to fuck you up. And their fool's like, yo, yo, fuck you. Like, like you, you're just too, you're too jittery. Like, yeah. It's almost like it's nervous energy. Like, and people who, people who, like, I don't, I don't want to sound like a thug or like, <laughs> oh, I've been in the streets. Street motherfuckers know what I'm talking about. I'm talking yeah. about. You know, real street people know what I'm talking about. They're motherfuckers that you can just hear it in the voice. Like, man, man, shut the fuck I'm going to fuck you up. When they say it with such confidence, like, mm-hmm. bro, I'm going to fuck you up. Don't worry about that. And then there's a well, you know, a, you know, I, I smell a bitch. I smell a bitch. I smell a pussy. You know, like, <laughs> like that. Those are motherfuckers. Like, what, what the fuck's wrong with him? Yeah, that's how Benavides sounded to me. I don't know about you, but that's how he sounded mm-hmm. to me. You know, no, I, it's a, that's a very good point. You're right because I, I had, I had, I just had, I did had a like a feeling, like when I saw that. You're right. I just didn't know what it was. I all I can say is like, man, he rattled him up. I go, he fucking rattled him up. Because he never acted like that before. No, not really. No, he but, was like, oh. <laughs> but when you put it that way, I'm like, damn, that fucking make no. It make you make sense. It makes a lot of fucking sense because like, you're right. I've seen people do that shit. Look, look at Plant. Like, Man, okay, whatever, dog. Yeah, exactly. Plant was just like he, he didn't give a fuck the way he reacted. He was not intimidated by him. They are, bro. Yeah, exactly. Ah <laughs> right, man. They go, all right, cool, man. You know, keep that same energy. Like mm-hmm. I, I go, yeah, keep that same energy. April, March 25th. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, okay. I smell a bitch. I smell a bitch here. And then, you know, there's a thing. Like, you kept getting up. Like, you really thought dude, there was a fight going to happen, bro? Like, it was just this, to me, nervous energy. You try to convince yourself you're not scared. I'm not saying scared because no fighter's scared. You know, anybody that steps into the fight, yeah. anybody that steps into a ring is not scared. But I feel like you try to convince yourself here mm-hmm. of something. I don't yeah. know what. I don't know what. But the closer I get to this fight, the you get my prediction of what. And also, real quick, we are in talks about doing a Whittier Fight Club for this one. Mm-hmm. Oh, for, okay, for this one, yeah. 
Toward this one, I think that's a good fight. Oh yeah, that is another classic boxer versus puncher. Uh, I totally agree. So we might do a Whittier Fight Club. We might. Uh, that's something uh, I'm gonna think about. I'm not thinking about. What we're talking about. But is there anything else, Peter? No, that's pretty much it. Really, that's all for the topics. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this is the mm-hmm. end of the episode. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Yes. Don't forget, to give us a thumbs up, a like, comment, subscribe. Give us a five star rating on iTunes. It helps with the visibility of tonight's mm-hmm. episode. Keeps the lights on. Um, real quick. So if you guys listen on Spotify, mm-hmm. if you guys like what we did, we talked about tonight, or if you guys have any questions and you want, and you know, you don't want to go on Instagram, you guys now have the option to comment on the episode itself on Spotify. On Spotify, mm-hmm. it gives you an option. You guys can comment now, and we will get notifications. We will read it, and we'll read it aloud on the on the show. Nice. Okay. So you guys have that option. Where I know with Apple, if you put a review, it takes like maybe a day or two before it pops up for us. It's something mm-hmm. we don't even get notifications. Yeah. When we get reviews on on iTunes, so you guys can get the opportunity to review on Spotify, and that one helps us because then it shows an algorithm to Spotify that mm-hmm. people are interested on the show. So if you guys want to support, that's how you can support us. Yeah. If uh, you guys want to support us financially in some other way, Teespring account. If you want to get some merch, I know I've been talking about working on the merch. Mm-hmm. I got the logo, but with the computer crashing on me, yeah. I haven't had time. Um, hopefully this weekend, which is a UFC weekend, I don't know if Beaver's going to be at home this weekend, but I'm probably, I'm for sure going to be home, and I'm going to have the laptop in the living room with my nice bottle of whiskey, mm-hmm. watching UFC, um, light heavy, lightweight fight, so... I'll be watching that. I might go on Instagram Live for a bit just to entertain you guys. Mm-hmm. But I'll be, I'll be working on the new merch on the Teespring account. So if you guys, for right now, get it while it lasts because as soon as the new logo pops up, all the old logo stuff is going to go off nice. the building. So get it while it lasts. Um, most likely on mon- next Monday, the day before th- uh, Thanksgiving, Valentine's <laughs> Day, will be the last day to get any new logo, old logo T-shirts and hoodies. So get it while they last. Yeah. And like I said, those, those are ways you guys support us that's how we get the equipment that's how we do the microphones the tv keeps the lights on here so if that's how you want to support us you can support us like that um i am ordering stickers this i think next weekend Mm. i'm ordering stickers so we're doing that we're going to sell them at two dollars a pop so if you guys want to start um we're going to do a pre-sale on them so we know how many to order so go ahead dm us we'll send you the venmo account you guys send the send us the two dollars we'll make sure you guys get your stickers and all that good stuff be ready Ah, thank you. Thank you for listening to us. Can't wait to be back again. All right. Don't forget to ep- listen to episode 240 mm-hmm. of the Ramley Alcoholics podcast. Uh, we'll be back next week uh, to do more boxing. Yep. Uh, don't forget Geek In, Geek Out. We may or may not be back. Real quick disclaimer, Penny's been missing for a week. We don't know where Penny's at. <laughs> um, if you guys look on uh, Geek In, Geek Out and Ships, we yep. put a missing report on them. Yep. We don't know. We looked everywhere. We can't find them. So if you've seen Penny, if you know Penny's whereabouts, please let them know we're please. looking for him. Please tell them we miss him and we're worried about him. Other than that, guys, enjoy yourselves. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response... Were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought? Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. This is all I got. This is all I got.